Welcome to Winning with the Burns, a podcast for highly ambitious people who have a burning desire to learn what it takes to win at a high level. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. You know, this time of year is one of my favorite time of year. The kids are getting ready to get out of school. It's springtime. You know, there's a lot of activities going on, especially a lot of travel baseball. I've spent many of Saturday and Sundays on the baseball field with my sons. You know, they play baseball. I coach them. I watch them play and everything. You know, this past weekend, I watched my seven-year-old son play, and I was able to help out coach his team. And, you know, I got to see a side that I haven't seen in a long time. So I have an older son. He's in high school now. He's in uh, high school ball. But what I have realized is the younger the kids are, the more intense the parents are. And I've been guilty of it myself, getting so wrapped up in, you know, what the umpire's calling, what he's not calling, and it's very easy to do. So kind of want to give you some encouragement because I had somebody speak some life into me talking about, you know, how you can really change the way your relationship is with your child, but also change your mood when you're at the ballpark. See, this past weekend, these seven-year-old kids, now keep in mind, it is coach pitch. There are parents over there saying, swing, batter, batter, swing, strike out, trying to get the coach to strike out the seven-year-old kid. And they're just so intense about every play that the umpire calls. They're just so loud. Like when the ball is hit, they're yelling at the kid to do this, do that. The kid misses the ball. They're out there yelling at the kid. You know, if the kid strikes out, they're yelling, they're disappointed and stuff like that. So I'm thankful that some people caught me at a younger age with my son and say, JB, you need to stop doing that. See, I was very intense coaching my son. You know, when I say intense, I was on him about being perfect. You know, in baseball, you know, again, you guys know me. If you've listened to me for a minute, you know I'm a big baseball guy. But see, in baseball, you are going to get out. You know, if you get out seven out of ten times, but you get on three out of a ten, you're probably going to be in the Hall of Fame in the major leagues. So I was so intense with Jackson about him being perfect, catching every ball, him being perfect, getting on every time. And I finally had somebody speak some encouraging words to me, and he said, Jonathan, he said, at nine years of age, you want him to love the game of baseball. Like you want him to want to go out on that field because he wants to make you proud. So I remember when you were younger, you didn't catch every ball. You didn't hit every pitch. You struck out sometimes. And it put it back into perspective for me. And it was like, you know what? You're right. Like, we put so much stress on our kids to be perfect. We put so much stress on them not to make mistakes. But think about in your life how many times that you've made mistakes that you've turned them into great things. You've made a mistake. You learned. You moved on. And see, that's what in, in kids' sports in general. So I don't, it don't matter if your child plays volleyball, soccer, baseball, anything like that. Make sure that you're supporting them when you go. See, when I'm on the other side of the fence and I'm not coaching, I'm a parent. I'm not yelling about what the coach is doing, what he's not doing, because when I get in the car, I'm talking to my son, how was the game? He always says, how do you think I played? And I say, he go, how, excuse me, he'll say, how did I do? And I say, well, how do you think? And I would let him critique himself. And I'll say, well, did you learn? He goes, yeah. I said, well, great. You had a great day at the ball field. And he'll complain about the coach. 
I don't make a comment about the coach, especially if my son is out there. Because number one, I didn't take the time to go out there and coach the, at that time. I didn't take the time to invest. So if that coach is out there, I'm cheering him on. If I have an issue with a coach, I'm going to him in private. Just he and I one-on-one, and we're going to have a conversation about, hey, I see things different. What's going on? Because, see, yes, I am a coach, but at that moment when I'm on the other side of the gate, I'm a parent. But when we get in the car with my child, I am team coach. You're not going to hear me talk negative about the coach because that's his coach. Because if I say something negative about that coach, when he goes back to the field, either my son's going to slip up and say what I said, or my son's not going to really listen to what the coach is trying to get him to buy into. Because then it, it, it builds this wedge in between the player and the coach. So if you're a parent on the other side of the field, on, on the other side, not coaching, encourage your son. Don't talk about the other kids. Encourage your son about cheer him on. See, I've, I've made the mistake, too, when my son would miss a ground ball. My body language would be horrible. I'd be yelling. Like, it would just, I was, I, I said I wasn't crazy, but my wife would tell you different, that I was a little intense, especially my mom, because that was her grandbaby. Why are you so intense? Well, here's my rule of thumb now that I've learned. When a kid misses a ball on the field, and, and I'm talking specifically about baseball now, because that's what I'm in right now recently. When a kid misses a ball, there's nobody on that whole complex that feels worse than that kid. So I don't need to bring attention to him saying, you missed that ball. I don't need to bring attention because he already feels so bad that he just missed that ball. What I'm going to do, if I'm a coach, if I'm a parent, I'm going to encourage and say, that's okay, make this next play. Because I'm encouraging that kid, letting him know, number one, he needs to make the next play. But also, number two, I'm not going to critique him because I'm going to shout my praise, but I'm going to whisper criticism. So when he comes back in, if I'm a coach, I'm going to put my arm around him and say, you missed that ball because of this. That's why you missed that ball, right? And we're going to have a conversation about it. But in that heat of that moment, you're not going to hear me yell as a coach, especially as a parent. I'm not going to yell if a kid misses the ball. I'm going to encourage him. I'm going to hey, that's okay, make this next play because that kid feels so bad for missing that ball. I don't need to bring it back to his attention. So Little League, like I said, the parents are so intense and younger, but as you get older, it, it turns into business. So if your child's playing any kind of travel, you know, soccer, volleyball, baseball, anything like that, I promise you this, when they get to high school, their coach is not going to ask them how many AAU tournament basketball tournaments did you win how many rings did you win how many tournaments did you win they're not going to ask that kid that because that quite frankly those high school coaches those middle school coaches they don't care they want to know this is your is your son coachable is he teachable does he have a good attitude does he know the game of what they're playing and does he have a good body language like can i work on this kid and get him better so it's not about winning on the ball field when they're at young age. It's about them learning the game. Is In the case with my son, it's about him learning the game of baseball, learning how to what happens in these situations. That's why he plays travel ball. You know, a travel ball to us is, you know, we say in an hour radius, but that's why he plays on the weekends is because it exposes him to, you know, situations on the ball field. It's all about him getting better, getting better as a player, as a teammate, 
knowing the game of baseball, and being able to be coachable, teachable, and I want to see good attitude when he's on the field because at the end of the day, he's a young kid. He's seven years of age. The Atlanta Braves scout is not going to come down and ask my son at seven, hey, are you going to play Major League Baseball? They don't know at that age, right? So let it be fun for the kids. Enjoy that time because I tell you this, my son's older now. He's in high school. What I would give to go back and do some things differently as a coach, as a parent, and those games, like going, driving to the games, those are moments that I cherish traveling with my older son. I get a chance to redo that with my younger son. And by doing that with my younger son, I feel like I'm a better person because I've went through the trials and I've learned through the mistakes. And I've had people tell, call me out saying, you don't need to act a fool, right? Because again, at the end of the day, who remembers five years ago you know, on April the 24th, you know, at that tournament when you were in McDonough, Georgia, when you were in Augusta, Georgia, who remembers who won that tournament? Nobody. But when that kid is playing for a coach, that they're going to ask that kid, do you know the game of baseball? Can I count on you to be a good teammate? Do you have a good attitude? Do you work hard? And can I continue to coach and sow into you? So that's what, to me, Little League Sports is about. It's tutorial. It's about learning the game of baseball, learning how to be coached, and learning how to be a teammate. So as a parent, I would encourage you, because again, I've made those mistakes, but as a parent, really encourage your child, love them, love them for the game that they're playing. Like encourage them, hey, you look good on the field. Hey, you look good on the court. Encourage them. Don't critique them because if you're not their coach, that's not your job to really critique them unless you're willing to sacrifice your time, sign up and be a coach. See, I was listening to a clip the other day and it's an old clip. I think it's the, he may be the, South Carolina basketball coach. I'm probably going to mess that up, so I apologize. But his son was playing basketball, and you know he's a D1 high, I mean D1 college basketball coach. And he goes and watches his son, and he says, "I don't talk about the coach. My son will ask me about things, and he'll tell him, go ask your coach. I don't coach you during practice, so I don't really know what's going on. So he supports the coach. He supports his son." He doesn't talk negative about the coach. He doesn't talk, uh, tell the son, hey, you need to be doing this. And the co- and then the kid's going to say, well, the coach told me to do this. And then all of a sudden now the, the kid is confused, right? So he said, look, there's probably – I probably know more basketball than that coach at that time. But at that moment, that's my son's coach. So wherever your son is playing or, or daughter is playing, number one, do you trust the coach? If you don't, then don't put them on the team. If you trust the coach, then trust the coach to allow them to coach. Let them coach your son. Encourage the coach. Always have the coaches back publicly. But privately, if you disagree, go to the coach in private and say, look, I see things differently. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And some coaches will tell you, and some coaches will tell you, I don't meet with parents, which is fine. But at least with your child, I promise you, your child will have a better experience on a, on a team that they play on. If you support your child and you love your child and you just enjoy it, because at the end of the day, it is just a game at that league. It's not business. They're not going to get a scholarship when they're a 9- and 10-year-old baseball. It's about them learning the game, having fun, and you creating memories with your child. So don't be a fool out there. I'm telling you, there were some fools out there this past weekend because 
I feel like they put their identity in their child being perfect. They put their identity in that child winning at seven years of age, maybe because they're frustrated in life. Maybe they're not winning or excelling in their life. I was talking to a friend of mine about coaching my son. He's seven now, but we're talking when he was like three or four years of age. And he said, hey, let's coach our boys together again because we had older boys together. I said, yeah, let's do that. And I said, I can tell you what don't work. I might not know a whole lot of what does work, but I can tell you what don't work. I said, and when my son at six years of age says, dad, I'm tired. I want to go get ice cream. You know what, dad gummit? We're going to go get ice cream because he's still a child. I'm not going to be on him. No, you're taking rips. You're like, if it's his idea at that age, then yes, that's what we do. My, I'm fortunate. My seven-year-old wants to be around baseball 24-7. If the Braves are on, he's going to watch the Braves. If the highlights are on on MLB Network, my son wants to watch it. So it's still fun to him. And I'm trying to keep it that way because if it's fun to him, then he'll want to show up, he'll want to work, and he'll want to get better so he can be a better teammate and a better player. So hopefully, if he wants to go to the next level and make his middle school team, then his middle school coach, that job of that middle school coach is to get it to where he makes his high school team. See, I think sometimes as parents, we see all these you know, professional athletes, these college athletes excel so great that we think that our little, our little child is going to be the next big thing, like the next, if you take baseball, the next Bryce Harper. Well, you don't, you don't remember or you never got to see the trials that those kids went through because they're stages. you got to go through Little League, go through middle school, then go through high school. Your kid is not going to go from Little League to college. They're not going to go from Little League to Major League Baseball, right? So let them enjoy the game. Let them have fun. Don't be a fool out there. Encourage them. Love them and back your coach up. Again, if you don't trust that coach to know what he's doing, then that's probably not the team you need to have your child on. But if you do trust that coach, back him up publicly, but privately, if you need to talk to him, have a sidebar conversation with him. But always back up the coach. And I promise you this, your relationship with your son, driving to the field, driving to the court, whatever you're playing, you're going to be able to enjoy that time with them as opposed to talking and critiquing everything that goes on in the team. So I want to give you that encouragement because, again, I've been I've mistaken. I'm so much better. I feel like I'm a better father, but also a better coach. Because, see, I felt like I had a good baseball IQ, but when I started helping out and coaching at the high school level, I realized how much I did not know at the Little League level and what really does matter and what doesn't matter. And what matters is the kid enjoying what he's doing learning the game of baseball, and learning how to be a great ball player and a great teammate. That's what it boils down to because that's what the coaches want to look for when they get to school ball is can I count on you and can I trust you to be a part of this team. So go out there, enjoy the summer, enjoy the travel ball extravaganzas, whether it's soccer, volleyball, tennis, golf, baseball, because it's real big in baseball around where we live. So go out and enjoy those ballparks and don't get so intense in trying to make your son be perfect because at the end of the day, nobody's perfect. You made mistakes when you play ball. Everybody makes mistakes on the field. So go out and love your kids and enjoy the time you got with them.